Doug back. Huh? <laughs> You've seen The Hangover, right? Yeah. Excuse me. Um, remember when they think that they're going to go get Doug back? And it's the wrong Doug. And he's singing in the car. He's like, we're going to get Doug back. <laughs> we're the three best friends that anybody can have. We're the three best friends that anybody can have. Speaking of which. <laughs> Speaking of which. Yeah. Which witch. Which witch. Which witch. Your daughter totally Which called witch. us witches tonight. She did. We did cleansings. Cleansings? We did uh, We did some smoke cleansing. And um, it was very, very, very much needed. Um, there was some weird... There's been weird energy in this house um, today. Mostly because um, Zach moved out today. And um, that was easier than I... Emotionally than I thought, but even like Angela, when she came over tonight, like saw, like could tell, like there, it's almost like things are just kind of like flying around. Yeah. And it's not entities or anything like that. It's just energy. Yeah. And so we, we did some smoke cleansings and, um, uh, and Haley was like, y'all are witches. (laughs) (laughs) And we're like, like, yes, we are. <laughs> <laughs> Haley's going to end up being a witch. Mm-hmm. For sure. But yeah, it's, it's interesting because like when things move around, like even if you move, if you are just to move furniture around, like, mm-hmm. or if you move crystals around, like one time David and I moved, I mean, we have a shit ton of crystals in our house. We put yeah. all of the crystals together, we cleanse them, and then we put them all in completely different spots and, like, it completely changed the energy mm-hmm. of the house. So, like, when things are moved around, when things leave, like, whatever energy was around them or stuck behind them or put in corners, it, like, stirs things up. It and does. So it's almost like, it's like, where do I go? Like, what, what am I supposed to do? Yeah, like, like, I could literally see vibrations in the air. Yeah. Like, I would look and just be like, are my eyes shaking? No, they're not shaking. Oh, no, those are like little, like, that looks like a ball of vibration in the air right there. Yeah. And that's what it looked like to me. Yeah. But it feels, it feels, not yeah. that I felt bad. It was just, it, was it feels much confused. Pe- yeah, confused. <laughs> Poor energy. It was confused. I was like, where did everything go? <laughs> What's happening? I was holding on to the dust in his office. Yeah. <laughs> What am I supposed to hold on that? <laughs> yeah. So, but how are you feeling now? Oh, that's a loaded question. Um, <laughs> my therapist said to stop feeling guilt. <laughs> yeah. Um, she invited me to stop feeling guilt. Uh, but, you know, we we were really good today. Like, you know, it's not that we, we haven't been tumultuous or anything like that. It's just been like, we've been so ready to get out of this holding space. Mm-hmm. And, um, like, he, he was sleeping in his office on the couch. And I was sleeping in my, in now my bedroom. And, um, and we would see each other in passing and be like, what's up? And then go to our own separate ways. And, um, so now, now it's not like that anymore. And so it feels a little weird. Yeah. And it'll probably come in waves, too. And, like, the whole realization, you know, will take probably a couple of days. Yeah. 
But, you know, where we we moved his stuff, his townhome is awesome and like it's super cute and he we got Haley's room you know almost set up for her and she's stoked she's stoked about it she picked out this shower curtain oh my god it's corgis (laughs) and kitties so it's raining corgis and kitties they're coming out of a shower head on the shower curtain, and um, they're like cartoon, like cute little bubbly cartoon characters. Um, and the cats, uh, the ones that have like that are upended a little bit, um, have little X's for buttholes. <laughs> and she thought it was the funniest fucking thing, and so did I. And I was like, I we're getting the shower curtain. So the corgis are like, oh, cute little corgis, and the kitties are like, oh my gosh, I'm so cute. And it's like, I have a butthole. <laughs> I have a butthole. That sounded weird, but it is. It's a. It's a weird. It's a weird thing to put on a shower curtain. So but I think it's so fitting because I mean we're all kind of weird in our own little way. We are, and Haley's like the best kind of weird. I love it. And so look, her. Okay, my child is a Cancer Sun, Capricorn Moon. And a Libra rising. And boy, <laughs> is that moon and rising coming out. I'm yeah. just like, what? So she's a super emotional, empathetic, and intuitive kid. Um, but I never really saw a whole lot of her moon and rising, except for like she is such an extrovert. Um, uh, and like as a Libra rising... Uh, she's just like, I want to be friends with all the people. Mm-hmm. And I want to be friends with all the animals. And I want to be friends with the wall. <laughs> and so, she, but like, that's mostly what I saw. But now I'm seeing the judgy Capricorn come out. Because mm-hmm. I was sick this weekend. <laughs> with sinuses slash cold, whatever the fuck it was. It wasn't COVID, thankfully. But um, I'm like, miserable. And so, I'm just playing... Animal Crossing all day and between sleeping and blowing my nose <laughs> and <laughs> coughing. And um, and she was like, Mom, can you come outside and play with me instead of just sitting there being lazy all day? <laughs> and Zach was behind her and he just like turned red and like, t- like just kind of like walked away a little bit. <laughs> he was like, damn. Mom, can you like get out of bed. I can totally hear her saying that. I looked at her sideways and I was like, dang, I thought I was sick. (laughs) And she was like, oh. I said, am I not allowed to feel sick and recover? And she goes, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have said that. (laughs) I was like, Judgy McJudgerson. All right, Capricorn Moon. But then she's gotten to this thing where she doesn't want to make a decision. (laughs) She can't make a decision. And she's like, just surprise me. And like Zach took her, um, to target to look for, uh, like stuff for her bathroom. And she, Oh my God, I love it so much. That is so cute. Yes. And he'd be great. Let's put it in the cart. And she go, no, I don't like it. (laughs) I don't want it. What? I don't, I don't thought you liked it. (laughs) <laughs> and I mean, I guess you can like things, but then not want them. Right, like, that's, that's true. Really super cute, but it's not really something that I want. Um, and he was getting so irritated. 
and he just like he was like we're just coming home <laughs> and, um and so she was like i just wanted him to surprise me <laughs> i didn't want to make the decision i was like girl same but <laughs> you need to learn how to make decisions on your own okay it's not that big of a deal and if you're expecting somebody else to make decisions for you just expect to not probably like it mm-hmm. because they're not probably gonna pick out exactly what you exactly want. so we picked out corgis and kitties with ex buttholes <laughs> with buttholes and um oh there was a there was a bath mat that i saw i think it was a cat that was like looked like it was laying on its stomach with its legs sprawled out and behind and its behind was showing and it had two little balls i'm like what is up with making <laughs> genitals cute <laughs> like animal genitals cute like why <laughs> especially cats I mean, I guess cats are great in every like, way, but also, like, that's like, such a strange why, thing. Why, why are we making these things anatomically correct? Like, I get, like, I mean, maybe. making dolls anatomically correct and stuff like that, but, like. Right. <laughs> but do the cats really need the balls? I don't know. I was like, is this a new trend of cute? Maybe. But, but I have mean? seen, like, lots of, like, um... Because I was, for Kelly's birthday, I was looking at, um, like, the marshmallow, the mellow, hmm, what's the name of them? Crap. The plushies? The plushies, they're just so Like, soft. so squishy. So squishy. Yeah. Squishmallows. Yeah. And, um, and so, uh, I was looking on Amazon, and I saw, like, a body pillow, um, that I was thinking about getting her, but, um, I couldn't get it in enough time, and, but there was some, like, and it, like squishy, adorable uh, uh, toys that were uh, of like cats, and they had balls. And I was like, "Huh, that's interesting." Hmm, who's making these things? I'm very. I'm actually very interested. To they're see not. Where... They're not from America. I can tell you that. Oh, well. Because <laughs> people in America don't do that. That's true. That I know. <laughs> I mean, you never know anymore. <laughs> but I was like, I mean, it is kind of cute. But also, it's weird. It's weird. Hey, to each their America own. is too conservative for that. Yeah, if you want your cat. Well, you know, it's so funny because, like, a lot of other countries say the opposite. That we're too liberal? Or that, well, not in that that aspect mm-hmm. but that we're actually way more like forthcoming and we're more open-minded mm-hmm. than other countries are like i can't remember what i was watching it's so interesting what people deem as open-minded and forthcoming and then other people consider like super conservative mm-hmm. that's true oh i was watching the circle which i if you've watched the circle i'm not going to give anything away but there was some celebrities on the start this pat the season that's happening right now and they're British and they were but they were pretend they were catfishing everybody to mm-hmm. make them think that they were like an American writer or something like that. And they were saying like, Oh, well we need to be more forthcoming. We need to be more like, you know, we're supposed to be American. Like we're supposed to be like blah 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 blah. And I was like, damn, like that's how other cut like at least the like British slash and Yeah. Like see us like as like very like flirty and like just I don't know it was interesting I was like I never really thought about it like that hmm. about how other countries see us so 
but I'm sure they see us in a lot of other ways. I've thought several <laughs> times about how other countries see us because <clears throat> not all not all Americans. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> but yeah. Not all men, not all Americans. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. Oh god, is it in that same family? Oh, I mean, anyway. I guess it works. I guess so. But you know, I'm I'm feeling I'm feeling okay right now, and um, I think Haley's doing okay. Uh, when we were doing the the cleansing, we went into Zach's office, and she was like, oh my God, it's so empty. She hadn't been back there yet. She was like, wow, it's so empty. So I was like, instead of like, because at first I was like, I kind of need this moment for myself, but then I thought, you know, let's just like honor the energy that was in here, and you know, we'll bring forth other energy, mm-hmm. but we can honor the energy that was in here. And that kind of sounds like we're honoring the dead, but I mean, I guess we're honoring a death, know, a, a death. Yeah, for sure. A rebirth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. But it was really hard. Yeah. Saying goodbye and walking away from his town home. Yeah. I was like, <sighs> Okay. Bye, I guess. Yeah. See ya. Well, I mean, you'll still be friends, and you'll still have your relationship is just shifting into a different kind of relationship. Mm-hmm. I know that doesn't make it easier because change is hard. Yeah. But it's also like you finding so much more empowerment within yourself and mm-hmm. learning how to be an independent lady. Independent woman. All the independent ladies. All the independent ladies. <laughs> all the independent ladies. All. Wait, what does she really say? All, all the, the single, single ladies. ladies. All the single ladies. Except I'm not single. All the single ladies. All the single ladies. Put your hands up. Oh, 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 oh. I'm like flopping around. Like one of those things. What are those things called with the arms? The wacky wailing inflatable arm flipping tube man. That one, yeah. <laughs> oh my god. With his hair spiked up. <sighs> Did you ever watch Family Guy? Uh, Yes. Wacky Willing and Playable Arm Flaming Tube Man. Wacky Willing and Playable Arm Flaming Tube Man. How are you able to say that? I've had lots of practice. <laughs> Wacky Willing and Playable Arm Flaming Tube Man. Every time I've, um, that's a really good, like, theater, like, warm up. Really? Wacky Willing and Playable Arm Flaming Tube Man. Wacky Willing and Playable Arm Flaming Tube Man. The way that your mouth is moving, <laughs> it's going so wide. <laughs> I can't do it. But you're, the way it was moving, it was like the whitest thing you possibly get. And now I'm thinking of like, my bunny lives over the ocean. My bunny lives over the sea. My bunny lives over the So bring my bunny to me. Oh my God, you sound like angry and aggressive. I am angry about Bonnie. She needs to come back. Bring back my Bonnie to me. I remember in chorus, she would make us like, with every B word, she would make us stand up or sit down. So we'd have to go, my bonnie lies over the ocean. My bonnie lies over the sea. Mm-hmm. My bonnie lies over the ocean. So bring back my bonnie to me. Oh, my God. <laughs> did they do that for you, too? You know, we did. So my is that like a chorus thing? It is. My choir director in, uh, in college, <laughs> Doug Browning, who's fantastic, weird Aquarius, Fantastic! I loved him. We actually sing Hallelujah Chorus, except with, like, soul. Like, Hallelujah, 
Hallelujah. And it was, oh my God, we were at a competition one year and sang that. I think it was my my first semester there. And I was just like, we had the whole crowd rocking. It was amazing. That's fine. But anyway, he would he would make us do stuff like that. Or like like sing it in staccato. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. or whatever, however that went. Yeah. But um, it was fun. I miss chorus sometimes. I do too. I miss I miss being in theater. I miss singing. I miss, I miss playing the violin. Hmm. We should do it. We should do stuff. <laughs> <laughs> we should do stuff. <laughs> we never do stuff. <sighs> There's just no time for stuff sometimes. Well, and the theater group that I'm a part of hasn't, I don't know if they have any plans to do anything right now, but um, I was in, or I am, I guess I still consider myself part of um, this group called, okay, this is going to sound real nerdy, um, Hamiltons. Mm -hmm. And um, so Lin-Manuel Miranda um, put out a contract for, or the company put out a contract for um, people to be able to, um, uh, what am I trying to say, perform it concert style, mm-hmm. the show con- Hamilton concert style, but you couldn't use like backdrops, big props. You couldn't dress up in like the, the type of dress or yeah. anything like that. But you could perform it. But you songs. could perform it concert style. And the joy that gave me, oh my God, I loved it so much. And we, we started out so small, like first show, maybe 10 people there. Yeah. And uh, that's a three hour long show. Jeez. And um, so, and Serena Joy Crow is just like, she's our MD and she uh, is amazing and hilarious and I love her. And um, she, she was like, look. I know it's long and there aren't many people in the audience, but y'all look real bored and y'all gotta like buck the fuck up. <laughs> in so many words. Get into she was like, it. can you please start acting more interesting? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I got to play Eliza, I got to play Peggy, I got to play Mariah. We play we performed at um T Pac uh back in two thousand nineteen before everything shut down, mm-hmm. like the September before. And, uh, and I got to perform as Mariah and, um, that was awesome. And yeah, it was so much fun. And I've we never had seen like it. so many people. I got to see it in Chicago. Zach and I went to see it in Chicago in Oh my God, I'll be in Chicago next week. I could have sat there for another three hours. Yeah. Watch them do it all over again. That's so much, that's so much fun. It, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. I know that it's, I think it's on Disney plus, right? Mm-hmm. We should watch it sometime. We should. Alex likes it too. Oh my god. Well then next time she's down. Yeah. I'll invite Kelly, but she'll be like, No, I'm not sitting there watching that for three hours. <laughs> I don't mind it. David definitely would not do that. Yeah. No. That's not no. a David thing at all. But anyway. anyway. Okay. So we Well, it's my turn. I was about to say we are talking about Soul family. Yeah. Can I just tell what's going on with me a little bit? Oh my God. I'm so sorry. (laughs) I am so sorry. You're like, I do want to. I'm sorry. Um, I do want to bring a little of awareness to it um, that I am going to be mentioning suicide just a little bit. Mm. Um, But I definitely, I asked David if he wanted me to share it on the podcast because um, 
it's his family, it's his brother. Um, but he definitely, he said, yes, please, because he wants me to bring awareness that men deal with mental health as well. And so, I mean, obviously we know that, but, um, I think a lot of the times, not that we ever say that men don't deal with mental health. I'm not saying that at all, but it also just brings more awareness that, um, men don't feel like they're able to talk about their feelings sometimes and how they're, you know, what they're going through and, um, sometimes, and it's actually proven that a lot more men take their lives than women do because they don't mm-hmm. feel like they can talk about their feelings. Um, so last Monday, so it was about, so by the time this episode comes out, it'll be, um, two weeks ago, but, um, last Monday, my husband's brother took his life and, um, it brought up a lot for him and for me and um I know I've talked I think I've talked about this in previous episodes um that I actually had an ex-boyfriend that took his life um I've tried to take my life so um it brought up a lot for me and um it brought up a lot for David um because I mean he's never had to deal with that before he has lost his older brother passed away before I met him but um from cancer so it just brought up a lot of feelings and a lot of emotions and it's been really hard and it's brought up a lot of family drama on their side, but, um, it's just been really hard because I just, I don't know. it, It was so crazy because it was mother's day that he did it. And, um, I remember even like we were grilling out and I had such a rough, Mother's Day because this is like the first Mother's Day in years that I've like wanted to be a mom and so um but I remember like just randomly thinking about him and then David said that morning that he thought about him as well and so and then he called me and like it was just and he told me what happened and so and I obviously won't go into much detail about it but um his name was Jack and he left behind a lot of people that love him and I just want to I'm not gonna like go into too much detail or anything like that but um, I just wanted to honor him and bring some awareness and um, you know just say that no matter what you're going through and um, how scary the world is and everything that's going on whether you live in America or wherever the hell you live in everything's really you know, there's a lot going on and all of your feelings are totally valid, but nobody will ever, ever, ever judge you for expressing your fears, for expressing your worries, for expressing the fact that you feel like you can't go on in this life because you are here for a reason and we need you here and you are loved. And no matter what, you always have somebody that loves you. You have plenty of people you're never going to be a burden to anybody and I know that it's hard to remember that when you're in that state because I've definitely been there and um you know it's it's hard to feel like people love you sometimes because you don't feel like you're worthy of love when you're in that state but it's so the opposite don't don't listen to whatever thoughts or feelings or voices that you're hearing like it's not true. Like you are so loved, you are so needed, and um, 
yeah, we, we want you to be here. And even though, like I said, everything's really, it can be really scary and you can't really see the light at the end of the tunnel. Um, the light is there. It's always there. It's just that you, and you can find people, you know, if you want to reach out to, you know, somebody that you trust, whether it be a family member, a loved one, you know, a friend, um, therapist, if you can't afford a therapist, there's a suicide prevention hotline, um, which we'll put in the show notes if that's something that, you know, you feel like you need. There's also a text line. I can't remember the number for that right now, but we can put that in the show notes too. And, you know, it's, it's real and it sucks sometimes, but like you're needed here just as much as everybody else. And, um, yeah, I just wanted to bring awareness around that and just say that you're loved and I love you and we love you and that it's, it's all totally valid and all of your feelings are, you know, you never want to bypass them. But if you're ever in that state, just know that you're not a burden. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Angela. Yeah. Um, our mental health in America, mental health care is struggling because we don't do enough to whether, you know, it, it helping each other or the government. <laughs> we need more accessible health care and so badly. And yeah, in every fucking way. In every way. And mental health suffers because of it. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, even like from people taking their lives to the 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 shootings that happen, the school shootings, the um, it, it's you know mental health plays a huge role in it, mm-hmm. and um, along with you know guns, but that's another topic. But um, it's it, it is in dire need of change. Absolutely, the healthcare system. Mm-hmm. And um, the metal, the the mental health care, is in dire need of help, and so I'm really hoping that before long we have access to that, to to better health care, better mental health care. Oh my gosh! Yes. Um, I would like to say um, that there is a website as far as therapists go. There's a website called Open Path. Mm-hmm. And um, I have looked on it. Um, other people that I know have looked on it and have had good luck with it. Um, you go to openpath.com and you can pay a one-time, like, lifetime fee of $60. And <clears throat> first you are able to, before you even pay that $60, you can look and see what therapists are in your area or they're licensed in your state to um, uh, to do a sliding scale and work with you. And um, you can get a session and you can get sessions for like $30. Mm-hmm. I, the lowest is $30 and I think the highest is, oh, I could be wrong, but it's like, I think it's 60, but it, it could be a little higher than that. But mm-hmm. That's a lot better than the 125 that mm-hmm. a lot of people yeah. have to pay, for like sure. 100 to 125, and that is not accessible for everybody. Oh no! Um, and so, in order to 
contact those people and do the sliding scale. You um, pay the $60, you have to you know, tell them why you need the sliding scale and why, um, and like the type of money that you make if you can't afford it. Like, um, but they trust you. You mm-hmm. don't have to like send in documents about right. how, the kind of money you make. They, they trust you. Mm-hmm. And so um, I think that it is a pretty awesome uh, um, prof- nonprofit maybe? No, well, it was for profit, uh, yeah. but, um, but that goes to uh, the people who are helping to find the mm-hmm. therapist. That's good. Uh, to pay those people. Yeah. And so. And a lot of people think that, like, especially when you're in that state of mind, like, or within your feelings like that, um, and not saying, like, hopefully that doesn't sound as condescending. I'm just trying to voice it in the correct way. But, um, like, a lot of people feel might feel that, you know, seeking out help is actually, like, a form of, like, weakness or a form of, like, being, you know, like, you know, being, I mean, it's being vulnerable 100%, but that's actually like your biggest strength at that Mm -hmm. point is like being like, okay, I've gotten to a point where I can't do this all by myself anymore. And that's where you find support and you find people that can help you, whether it be a therapist or it be your friends or your family or somebody that you trust and that you know is going to be able to support you and help you find the help that you need. And, um, yeah, just know that if you are in that state, like, it's totally valid, but, you know, it does not make you, it's actually the strongest thing that you can do for yourself. Yeah, it is. And for the people that love you. Because sometimes if you don't show that vulnerability and you just bottle it up inside, then it becomes detrimental. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. And then you can't come back from that. Mm-mm. Um, but you can come back with being vulnerable. Absolutely. That is one that is one step. And the wonderful thing about that is too is like once you do it, it becomes easier and easier to do it mm-hmm. in the future. Mm-hmm. And it actually like you start to learn different parts of yourself through just being honest about who you are and what you're going through. So yeah. Yeah, sending you guys lots of love in regards to that. So sorry to kind of bring it down a little bit, but I no, also just wanted like, to. I mean, it's Mental Health Awareness Month. And that's so, so true. Um, what more perfect time? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, Thank on you. to the Soul Family, Thank you, Angela. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to like just bulldoze. No, it's and like fine. I was totally just like <laughs> in, in my zone. head, yeah. and I was like in the zone, and I was like, okay, let's go. Um, no, you're fine. I just didn't want to end it with that. No, I, yeah, I <laughs> totally understand. <laughs> okay, now. Yay. Soul families. Yes. What I did love. you call it? You were like, family matters? No, soul family. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh my God, Haley's obsessed with that show. That's a great show. It's a good show. It's a very good show. So what is a soul family? Um... I wanted to pick this topic because uh, we've had just like kind of synchronistic things around um, all the people that we've been meeting lately. Mm-hmm. And you and Angela and I are absolutely 100% soul family. Oh, yeah. And we're literally cut from the same cloth. <laughs> <laughs> literally. And we like the. the can we I can talk about. What? Can I talk about how we met? 
I don't care. You don't yeah. care. I don't okay. Care. Okay. 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 I don't care. Now everybody knows. Like I was, in, I was in an open marriage. Yeah. And um, and we were in an open marriage for four years. And um, uh, and that is not the reason why we're breaking up. It's because I realized I was gay. Yeah. <laughs> not because I found somebody else. No. No. I'm 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 gay, and that's why we were uh, Zach and I are ending the marriage. Um, but uh, um, so. Angela was on Bumble. I was. And I was just I was just scrolling through and I was just like, oh my God, she looks fun. I am she fun. She looks awesome. And I was like, <laughs> look at those eyes. Holy shit. And I was like, oh my God, she's hugging a crystal. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, which one was it? The one you with like, the... laying like, on the floor. Okay, yeah, yeah, with my gigantic big, ass with my quartz. big, yeah, quartz. And I was like... Okay, swipe right. Okay, wait, I just did left. Swipe right. And um, and you had matched me, and so we get to talking, and we were never even flirty with each other, I don't mm. think. And um, and so... Which, by the way, I'm not cheating on anybody. David said that I could have a girlfriend. I'm bisexual, so... <laughs> just so everybody knows. <laughs> and, um, and so... Uh, yeah, just to make sure, like, it was all kosher. Yeah, like, everybody's aware. Everybody's aware and consenting, okay. Um, so, uh, like, we realized that we live, like, three miles away from each like, other. Holy like, shit. No shit. It's so rare to see, find somebody near you. I know. <laughs> and I was like, okay, well, we're hanging out. So we started hanging out in October. Yeah. And I was like, well. Of 2020, right? Of 2020. Yeah. And I was like. Well, there's not a romantic connection here, but dude, we're like, there's, there is something here. We finish each other's sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> and so that was the beginning of the all beginning. of it. Yeah. <laughs> and I, and we have talked like almost every day since. Mm-hmm. And like we've, you, even when you moved to Sparta, like we were still really close, and we would just talk about doing the podcast, and uh, it never seemed like quite the right time until a year after. Yeah, so, mm, my throat's getting dry. So, um, so yeah, so like we know that we are each other's soul family. Mm-hmm. We are soul sisters. And we have been best friends in every single lifetime that we've had together. Yeah. <laughs> All nine of them. All nine of them. <laughs> and so, I mean, how serendipitous is that? And so, and there are, there are, there are so many people who are in your soul family. And um, so what is a soul family? A soul family is, or a soul pod is a group of souls that sometimes incarnates together on Earth. Soul pods make me think of, like, dolphins. So, aww. I think of, like, little spacecrafts where they send you down, like, like a the little aliens. space pod. Yeah, like the aliens that Congress uh, had a meeting about. I told that to Kat earlier, and she's like, yeah, well, they should be meeting about something else. And I was like, way to burst my bubble. She should be mean about Ruby Wade. <laughs> Not something else. Ruby Wade. I mean, I agree, but yeah. <laughs> I was excited. <laughs> aliens. I like, Sorry. I had to bring you back down to Earth. It's fine. We'll talk about aliens another day. 
Uh, we're both aliens. Um, <clears throat> uh, so anyway, um, so yeah, so like we sometimes incarnate together on earth and, um, you're, you're there to teach each other lessons and help you through the roller coaster of life. Yeah. Absolutely. And so. Can uh, I add something real yeah, quick? Yeah, please do. I believe that soul family also, um, doesn't necessarily incarnate together, but I feel like we are each other's guides sometimes. hundred percent. Absolutely. Which is really cool. I have literally heard in my head you have done this for us before mm-hmm. now it's your turn oh yeah i mean i've heard so many stories of like where like um people's guides are like you taught me so much in all these previous lifetimes it's time for me to take the tour like to reverse it mm-hmm. and to be there to help mm-hmm. you and I like just saw like a little fl- something a floaty there. yeah where not not in a bad way at all like no i know like, when you said that it was like <laughs> I swear I'm starting to see more. Yeah. Um <clears throat> the veil is thin. The veil. I really honestly think it is. Yeah. Anyway. Um so I do I do believe that, you know, we we help our our soul our soul family members that incarnate on earth if you know we can choose to guide them through life as well. And which is like when you think about that, it's such a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, you've done this for us before. Now it's your turn. Mm-hmm. I heard that with the first Reiki class that we took last September. Mm-hmm. Um, so how do you know when you meet a part of your soul family? Um, so when you have met a member of your soul family, um, you'll have an instant connection. Mm-hmm. And... It'll feel like you have known each other for way longer, for like ever, than you have, than than you've actually known them on this physical plane, and it can feel like it's almost like you can feel like you know what other kinds of lives you've had with them, and it's a familiarity. It is a familiarity. And, you know, it's not always on earth either. It can be in, on other planes, other uh, planes of existence, dimensions, things like that. Planets, Universes. whatever. Universes. Um, you tend to read each other's minds, finish <laughs> each other's sandwiches. I was just about to say it again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, a lot of the times you can pick up on their like energetic patterns to, uh, you know, when like they kind of, I call it pinging, like they'll ping you Mm -hmm. and, um, you'll know that they, you need to reach out. And so I've done that before. I've done that with Amy. Mm -hmm. Amy had did that with Michelle and I last time Michelle was on my table Mm -hmm. and, um, Michelle was like, Oh, her color just showed up in my third eye. Her color? Uh-huh. She has a color. Oh, I love that. Uh, That's so cool. Yeah. Um, oh, my I, gosh. I've never thought about colors yeah. before. That, oh, that's a different yeah, awareness. It's a okay. different one. Yeah. It's a different that's one. That's neat. Look, Amy, Amy does powerful shit. She does. Mm-hmm. Um, so what are some of the signs 
There's an undeniable familiarity about the person or people that you're around. It's more likely that you have had many lifetimes together and have played different roles in each timeline. Mm-hmm. Time doesn't really exist when you're with soul family. It feels you could spend all of your time with them and it's just not enough. Mm-hmm. Um, are they supposed to stay in your life forever, though? Not always. Um, sometimes... Sometimes they are here to teach you a lesson and um, and then you separate you you go your separate ways. Um, it doesn't always mean that it's going to end badly. It just maybe they move away and they're not totally in your life anymore. Um, and so yes, but it's interesting because I drew cards around this and I'm so glad that I saved it. I had enough awareness to save it because we we're supposed to um, record Saturday like we usually do, but I was so nasally and sick that I just there was no way that I was going to be able to record. Um, so the first one that came, the first card that came out was the death card, and this represents the the people that come into your life to teach you lessons and change your life. And give you a death and then a rebirth. And they're not always going to stay around. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes they come and then sometimes they go. Not everybody is meant to stay. And that includes soul family. Mm -hmm. I believe. That's what I personally believe. Mm -hmm. Um, The energy. uh, Another sign is the energy resonance between soul family members is very much like companionship and friendships. Mm -hmm. Um. Whether you marry somebody who's in your soul family or not, you, you're probably more than likely going to have that companionship mm-hmm. with them for a very, very long time. Mm-hmm. And it's, I believe it's something that never really truly goes away. And so whether you are, whether you stay married or you don't, um, I do believe that Zach is part of my soul family. And we have incarnated together very many times mm-hmm. and um we in this lifetime we have always been friends mm-hmm. friends you know we've worked well together and not always you know but most of the time most of the time it's been pretty freaking cohesive like if we have something that we gotta work through we're, we're gonna work through it and like and we're gonna be companions and friends uh, uh, to the core. Mm-hmm. And um, so they also show up at weird times, mm-hmm. a deep transformation or great openness of the heart center. Yes. <sighs> Lots of transformation. Mm-hmm. Um, Angela showed up in my life when I was definitely in this transformation. An open marriage is a transformation. Mm-hmm. And um, it, we had this open marriage so I could find out who I was as a person and um, Angela has absolutely helped me see that oh yeah for sure you came to me like I mean you came to me (laughs) you came into my life like through a big transformation as well Um, I mean we we moved here at the beginning of 2020 and then everything shut down Mm -hmm. so we weren't even able to meet people or make friends or like you know converse like we were in our own little nashville bubble and then like you know things started i mean 
we still, you know, weren't able to, like, really fully go out until, like, this year, really. But, like, mm-hmm. things started to open back up. And so I had, like, this whole new world to experience. And you've helped me do that here and, like, really find footing and, like, home here and not yeah. feel like... Because Derek's in North Carolina now, but he mm-hmm. was in Georgia and Callista's in Chicago. So it's, like... You know, I didn't have anybody here. But then, like, when I met you, I was like, oh, this is my home here. (laughs) And then even when I went to go live with Derek for a while, you know, and I remember coming back, um, like, right before I moved back, because I came up for Easter weekend. Yeah, and we went on that amazing drive on the Natchez Shores. Yeah, and we just had so much fun. I was like, I need to be back here because I need to be with her. Like, and obviously with David, too. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I... um... I, I remember hugging you, and I think I, like, slapped you on the ass, and I was like, girl, come home. <laughs> come back. <laughs> well, it was so funny because, like, that, yeah, that's a whole different conversation, but, like, yeah, it was, I definitely was like, yeah, I need to, like, it was so, I appreciate being in Sparta because, like, Derek is 110% soul family. Yeah. He's, but it's crazy because we've never had a life together. He's not an aspect of my soul. Like, this is our first lifetime together. So, like, I think we've been each other's guides mm-hmm. multiple times, but we've never lived a human life together until this one. But, like, he, like, with you, like, he just feels at home. Mm-hmm. Callista, I'm meeting her for the first time in person this coming week. But, like, I feel like I've known her my entire life. Yeah. Like, Alex, like, when we met each other at work, we were like, oh, you're my people. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just you know instantly. You, you feel the vibrations. You feel the essence. You feel... You just know that these people are meant for you. And then you start to see how your life shifts and change and how you change and how you come more into yourself by the people that you surround Mm -hmm. yourself with. And I know that we've talked about that before in, like, the empathy episode. But, like, it's so much more potent when you're talking about, like, soul family stuff. It is. It is. Mm -hmm. It's really cool. And I love it. It is (laughs) cool. So... Right here, for by the way, I wanted to say that I got um, my notes did not come solely from myself. They did come from me, but also I um, got them from this, uh, from, it says, from Christina Lopez, uh, who has a channel on YouTube, and I really like her. She's got great information about spirituality um, and my own guides. Oh, cute. <laughs> I love that. Gotta give the thanks to the gods up above. (laughs) Y'all. So right here it says, when you have done the work to grow, you become more open and more magnetic. Many people feel so alone when they're here on earth and just want to find their soul family. It is important to know the difference between being lonely and being alone. Mm -hmm. They are two different things. Mm-hmm. Once you realize that you can be alone without being lonely and that you can stand in your own energy and be powerful, that's when you're magnetic. Mm-hmm. That's when you attract your soul family. Oh my God. Yes. It's like, it's when you're searching for something so hard. It's like, it, it's, it's actually, if you just focus more on your, it just comes back to when you focus more back on yourself mm-hmm. instead of looking for the external Everything comes to you exactly the way that it needs to, including the people that you need in your life. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I, you know, I know, like, sometimes it is, I, I don't resonate with this because 
I am my own best friend and I love being by myself. Same. <laughs> I love my just being in my own energy and not a lot of people feel that. Mm-hmm. And of course, like when, you know, if you are afraid to be alone, of course you're going to have some soul family with you. Um, uh, you know, a lot, I, I know people who have soul family with them who are, do not want to be alone, mm-hmm. um, who, that do feel lonely and do not want to be alone. But, um, and, and they are one of, part of my soul family as well. Um, but for, for the, for the most part, it is like when you, if you are really wanting to attract more people, it's when you, when you feel more powerful and more centered in yourself and more sure of yourself, then that's when you do typically attract more people to you. Mm -hmm. And so, um. Yeah, and so you're you're attracting your soul family because they're ready for you, exactly. and you're ready for them, and like you're ready for the adventure. Mm-hmm. You can and stand you on f- your own two feet with it, right? And you and you're not looking for the external to complete you, mm-hmm. because you're already complete within yourself. Yeah, they're just additional, yeah. like little add-ons yeah. in a good way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so this one was short and sweet. I knew it was going to be short and sweet. Um, just because uh, of the information available. But, um, yeah, I felt like that was some really good, solid information and that, you know, it was going to have a lot of substance to it. Mm -hmm. And so I would really love to know, like, the people in your life. Do you feel like you've known them for a long time? Do you feel like – I also read that, like, people in families – uh, like earthly families typically are not each other's soul family because mm-hmm. um, you're teaching each other different le- lessons. Mm-hmm. And so you're not typically typically going to be soul family. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, Which is so interesting because like I've never like, I mean, obviously I love my family, but I've never, mm-hmm. I mean, I love my sister to death, but I also don't know if she would be considered like soul family. So I've never really thought about that like that. But yeah. like I get, the people that I've always resonated the most with have always been people that were outside mm-hmm. of my physical blood related family. I feel like a lot of the times that can be very, very true. Um, I do feel like my dad and I are soul family. I feel like my sisters I don't know my sis like we just have such a deep relationship it doesn't mean that we're soul family but I do feel like I've known them for a long time mm-hmm. yeah I feel like you and your younger sister have like been each other's guides a lot since you haven't had like a lot of physical yeah because this is our only life we've had together mm-hmm. no, no no I'm sorry we've only had another life yeah this is your life. second yeah. life together yeah and so we probably have been each other's guides yeah yeah, soul family is just really cool. It's just like, it's so interesting, like what you can learn from each other and like what you go through together, but also separately. But you also have like, it's so interesting to like look back at past relationships that I've had. And I mm-hmm. do believe that those, like we talked about this earlier, like, you know, those people were soul family and the fact that they were here to teach me something. Yeah. The soul family that I have now is here to like, I. I can tell you anything. Mm-hmm. I can tell Callista, Derek, anything. Like, I can just be completely an open 100% book with you guys. 
And just, like, I've never had relationships like that before, you know? And so that's how you know, like, that's your soul family. And so, like, if you don't feel like you have a soul family um, and you feel like you're kind of in this space where it's like, oh, like, I just want to find those people like we talked about, like, you know, just kind of, like, be your own best friend for a little while. And Mm -hmm. I know that's, like, really uncomfortable to hear and, like, kind of sounds a little crazy, but, like... Once you start to nurture yourself, like we mm-hmm. talked about, like you, those people will fucking come. I promise they you, will. in the most natural way. Like, like, have you ever just like looked for a partner? Looked, looked, looked. Like, I want to date. I want to actively date. I want to uh, find somebody. Mm-hmm. But it's like, and it never. Or happens. like, I need to. I need to have a partner. I mm-hmm. need to have this person in my life. But um, it doesn't ever work out. Or like you never you never find anybody worth their salt, uh, but then when you start working on yourself and then stop it's really like, caring that much about it, then you bam bam there they they're are there yeah it's like they just come out of the woodworks mm-hmm. like a spider they're just fuck shit up <laughs> <laughs> like damn I was working on myself I was doing a good job then you come on you had to fuck that shit up. <laughs> <sighs> I'll happily accept you. Okay. Happily and aggressively. <laughs> That's kind of how I found David, I guess. Yeah. I wasn't really paying attention, and then bam, there he was. <laughs> <laughs> Ta-da! I saw Kelly on Tinder, and I was like, she's a Scorpio. <laughs> <laughs> and that she is. She looks fun. <laughs> I was like, there is something there. <laughs> she's so family as well we have grown we have taught each other so many things oh my god yeah and um there was definitely that um that like our souls are just like from the beginning like just happy to be together Mm -hmm. it's like our souls are finally like oh my god finally yay yeah (laughs) i love that feeling too like when you just meet someone you're like oh i'm like really really supposed Mm -hmm. to know you Mm mm-hmm because there's no way that I wouldn't, like, at that point, you're like, how can I even live my life without you? Yeah. <laughs> Whether it is romantic or platonic. Right. It's like, Either way. Like, girl, you ain't going nowhere. You can't get rid of me. Right. <laughs> what did I tell you that one time? I was like, I'm stuck to you like an octopus on your face. You can't get rid of me. I'm stuck to you forever. I love it. So I did pull cards around it. I wanted to, I really felt like I needed to share this before we let this go. Um, But uh, in short and sweet means an hour. (laughs) So I was pulling cards and they were just coming out, coming out, coming out. And I got death and rebirth. And this to me represents, because I've got a lot of major arcana here. Mm -hmm. Um, Excuse me. And like a lot of like queens and... um, and wands and so uh this represents the type of people that come into your life mm-hmm. and to um to to show you things and so we have death and rebirth these are the people that may not stay for very long but they create change and then we've got judgment which is releasing and these are people who help you to release the bullshit in your life basically mm-hmm. and um and help you see the forest for the trees. Yeah. Um, 
You have the emperor who is just like strong ass masculine energy, a boss, like shows you how to be strong, shows you how to level up. You've got the lovers and that can be the people who teach you how to love yourself or the romantic connection that you know you could never live without. Um, Queen of Wands, she is teaching you how to live in your happiness and how to be happy with yourself and find your inner light. Um, two of Wands, um, here uh, there's, there's travel and these are people who you want to have fun with. Mm -hmm. And Eight of Wands, and then we've got three of pentacles and two of cups, which two of cups is like a very special card for me. But, um, and in the light seers deck, it is the gayest card. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's the gayest so is the 10 of cups. Card. Yes, it is. I love them both though. They're so great. Um, and so, but all of this is coming together and in, in harmony and, um, uh, working together and filling each other's cups and being there for each other mm -hmm. and making magic happen. Yeah. And Queen of Swords, well, she's a badass bitch. Mm -hmm. And she's going to show you how to stay on your own two feet as well. Mm -hmm. But she also, to me, in this um, series of cards, represents the Divine Feminine. Oh, yeah. And because the Divine Feminine doesn't take shit. No, she don't. And so she teaches you how to grow a backbone and how to be strong hell yeah yeah those boundaries too and how to create those boundaries mm -hmm. so yeah yeah i love that mm -hmm. i love that you pulled out those cards too i, I was, was like, like these are all the different aspects of something yeah i was blown the fuck away i yeah. love it so. i love when you deliver spirit <laughs> also spirit can be a soul family too like they oh my god like you know we were just talking about how spirit you know sometimes is you know people in a pure previous life that you know vice versa was mm -hmm. taught you taught them stuff so they're like hi yeah so yeah be thankful for those guys too <laughs> show them love show them thankfulness love. because they don't need it but they like it <laughs> there ain't nothing wrong with a little validation there ain't nothing wrong with a little bit of love and satisfaction <laughs> all right guys we gotta go to bed. Yeah, it's late. It's almost twelve. <laughs> but we love you guys. We, we thank you for you. being here and being patient with us. <laughs> yeah. As we go through just the waves of life. Yeah. And you know, sometimes we aren't going to be sometimes shit comes up and we're not going right. to post um or record. But that doesn't mean that we've gone anywhere. That just means that <laughs> life happens <laughs> yeah and we have to honor ourselves first yeah we do and we we are doing this because it's fun yeah and we absolutely love to do it yeah so to take the obligation out of it is keeping it fun <laughs> absolutely so. but also if you want to contact us all the shit is in the show notes oh we should talk about the retreat right oh yeah <laughs> we should say that really quick <laughs> Yeah, that's right. The retreat. Um, if you are coming to the retreat and you are listening to this when it comes out, which will be next, what's that, Monday the 20, 23rd, I think, is that day. Because oh, yeah, I leave on Saturday the 21st. So, yeah. 
That would be the 23rd. Yeah. So, um, first payment is due on June 1st. Mm-hmm. We're going to send out an email to a reminder. Yeah. Um, we're going to send, we're accepting a payment through Venmo and PayPal. Mm-hmm. Um, we would prefer PayPal, but um, I think that we, we said that we would prefer PayPal, mm-hmm. but because... Um, uh, for cer- certain reasons, I can't remember off the top of my head, but um, uh, we will also accept Venmo. I can't remember. Either. I think you said like it would be better to do PayPal for some reason, but I can't remember why. I can't remember either. No, um, I don't know. Anyway, Venmo, <laughs> PayPal. Whatever. Oh, because we can probably invoice it. That's right. That's right. Um, which we're still trying to learn how to do. <laughs> so we appreciate you guys for being patient with us as we are learning because this is our first time. So we're all going to grow together. Yeah, <laughs> we are. So, all right, guys. We love you. We love you. Show us, rate, subscribe, comment. Follow us. Follow us. Join the coven. Good soup. Good soup. <laughs> I don't know what that was. Good soup. Good soup. Anyway, it's 11.44 when I looked at it. Now it's 11.45. Fuck yes. We love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.